Today, as we talked about in children's sermon, we celebrate Ascension. That day that Jesus said goodbye to his nearest and dearest and flew away from the top of the Mount of Olives, promising to send a helper instead, the one that has been promised. Scriptures say he took flight and he disappeared into the clouds. I imagine, I don't really see when I imagine in my mind's eye like a fast, like I don't see it like a superhero really fast, I almost see it like a gradual and peaceful, like almost like a helium balloon just kind of floating up. And Acts tells us that this ascension day, this Jesus floating away day, happened 40 days after the resurrection. 40 days after they realized that their leader, their teacher, their friend, their family had not been lost. These folk had to say goodbye again. Forty bonus days with Jesus to get equipped for the work of the good news. What would you do if you had 40 bonus days with the loved one you had lost? I have a feeling you would probably not sweat the small stuff. You would have a new perspective that you would see the profound love all around you. I have a feeling that you would probably not be on your phone as much, probably not care as much about what's being posted on social media. I bet you might go to your favorite places, be able to sit in silence, and that you would appreciate everything more. And I bet you would hold them really tight before you said goodbye. Letting go is the theme of this day. In the ascension, the followers of Jesus had no choice but to let him go as he disappeared into the clouds. In our personal congregational celebration of our high school graduates, we do similarly. We raise our children not to continue to be children, but to be adults, right? So this is an inevitability. If we're doing our jobs right, they will rise away from us into the clouds of their future. But letting go is not easy. It never is. Jesus taught us how to be human with his life and ministry. And so much of it is a beautiful way of applying into our own lives. But one of the things he taught over and over again was how to let go. He did it when he started his earthly ministry. And he said goodbye to his family. He did it when he left his, his context of where he had grown up. It was not normal in that time to leave the place where you began. He did it when he challenged the religious authority of how he was raised and forged a new path, continuing to do things that distanced him from that religion. He did it when he sent his disciples out without him to get practice in their own ministry. He did it when he sat with his followers on that last night that he was betrayed, washed their feet, blessed the bread, gave them the cup. He did it at the Garden of Gethsemane as he sweated blood and prayed. He did it by letting go into the hands of the authorities. He did it as he walked every step to Golgotha. He did it on the cross over and over and over again. We see Jesus letting go. And here at the Ascension, we see him do it again. Let go, so that his followers could do the same. If I'm being honest, at this 2000-ish year mark, 
I'm pretty skeptical about God's call to have humanity be God's representatives on earth. We're not doing a really great job. Our human systems are riddled with sin. We hurt each other. We hurt those closest to us. And not only that, but we hurt the world. We're killing the planet. We have a war machine that could decimate everyone, everywhere, anytime. Nuclear, nuclear bombs, ready for a button to set them off. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of all the horrors of humanity. Often we do not look like a sympathetic species, right? But we have to have some potential. Because the God of the universe entrusted us with a message of love. Granted, we did not get this message to spread on our own broken terms, thank God. We were gifted a helper, a disruptor, a transformative motivator to get us out of our toxic patterns and into God's flow of love, to continually beckon us. I like to think of the Holy Spirit as, as a playful thing, but that's also a terrifying thing, as the, as the activities director of the work of the bodies of Christ. She's always creating scenarios for us to do work, to heal internally, to go out into the world. We cannot be in the flow of God without the Holy Spirit, and we cannot be in the flow of God without letting go. Every major ministry move that Jesus did throughout his life happened after letting go. Every incredible thing that humanity has ever done throughout history includes some kind of letting go. Every healing you experience, every breakthrough, every spiritual leveling up, leveling up every major growth step, every endeavor worth doing requires letting go. Ponder for a moment the biggest things that have happened to you. I have a feeling that in some way, shape, or form, letting go is a huge For some of us, our letting go doesn't always look that peaceful. How many of you who have held on to things that you shouldn't have and then gotten thrown around like a bull rider at the San Antonio stock show in Rodeo? Right? Life moves on. Change happens. Whether we want it to happen or not, we have to let go of things. Like the followers of Jesus, we don't always get to decide when that letting go will happen. We lose things. We lose people. We suffer consequences for our behavior. We grow up and we graduate from high school. We are forced to adjust as the world changes around us. We are mortal. Those that we love most are mortal. Friends in Christ, win, lose, or draw, you will be letting go. So maybe we can practice holding on to things a little more loosely. Maybe it would free up our hands to do some of the work that God has given us to do. Maybe we would have more joy and grace for the future if we were able to embrace it instead of clinging to what's behind us. This is not easy. One of our many toxic traits as humans is the propensity to live in fear. 
at some point in our history it served a purpose. We had to run from a bear or something. Yeah, that's, that's good. Be afraid. But now we need to put fear in its context. While change can feel scary, it is the most natural thing in the world. It is supposed to happen. God wrote it into creation and into each day. And it brings us into the future that God has intended for us. It will take practice for us to continue to be comfortable with it. It takes faith to let go of the illusion of control. It takes courage to step out when everything in us wants to stay safe. But it is one of the most profound spiritual disciplines that we can use. Truly, it makes us unstoppable in God's service. Because if we can let go of our own idea of how things should go, about looking out for number one, about our own safety, we are no longer governed by fear. We're no longer governed by our own whims and desires. We're no longer trying to control outcomes for ourselves or anyone else, and that makes us unstoppable. So what this morning do you need to let go of in order to embrace the way of love and be unstoppable? I have a few guesses that some of us might need to let go. Maybe some misconceptions of ourselves. An identity that you have claimed that does not have to do with God's grace. Maybe it's a place or a person or thing. Not, not having them in your life, but not controlling it anymore. Not trying to hold on to it so tightly. I invite you this morning, as you come forward to the table, to receive the gift of the hope of the body and blood of Christ. That you imagine you're getting up out of your pew as a letting go. That every step that you take, you feel yourself unclenching. You feel yourself letting go into the flow of God's love and receive it, allowing it to purify you, to inspire you, to grow in your heart, As those disciples on the first ascension watched the soles of Jesus' sandals disappearing into the clouds, they could not hold on to him. They could not keep anything the same. So they had a choice. Go big or go home. I think that the tongues of fire that we will celebrate next week shows us what they chose. They kept moving. They kept letting go. First, they let go of their own idea about thing, how things should go, and they allowed the Holy Spirit to use them. Next, they started spreading this gospel of love in their own contexts and communities and families, and they didn't stop there. They kept moving out and out and out and letting go again and again until all the way to the end of the earth, the way of love was proclaimed. May we do the same.